Well, Maca. Sports and Spit. Episode 31. Episode 31. This is the NRL Grand Final Preview. And the AFL Grand Final Wrap-Up. And the post-Boomers Wrap-Up. Shakedown. Shakedown. Boomers. Ouch. And the uh, NBL. And the NBL preseason. Well, preseason, like pre- like preview of the season, I guess, because the season tipped off tonight. First game's underway as we speak. We are sitting here watching the Melbourne United, Melbourne United going down to South East Melbourne Phoenix, or South Melbourne Phoenix. It's looking good for the boys that are debuting at the moment. The Phoenix, isn't yep. it, Trudy? So, Sports and Spit have adopted the Phoenix as our team. Yes. Yep, season. we're big Phoenix fans now. We are all on board the Phoenix train. The green and black. Yep. We, I haven't supported an NBL team since the Hunter Pirates left the league, Streety. And I'm excited about the Phoenix being the new team. I yep. like it. I like their colour scheme. Yep. Green and black. Yep. It is very... And there's, and there's a green machine going around the NRL Grand Final this Sunday. That's right. You grew up in Canberra, mate. I did. You're getting a bit nostalgic. <laughs> were you were you there when the when when the halcyon days of the Canberra Raiders? Certainly was, mate. Wow. I can uh, I can share my Canberra experiences uh, when we get to that. Yeah, well, um, sounds fantastic. Let's uh, let's look forward to some of the NRL Grand Final previews and some stories of Streety's past as a uh, as a Canberrian. Not a Canberrian, just a Canberran. <laughs> <laughs> Canberran. All right, so, uh, well, let's let's get the shit out of the road first. Uh, right. Last time we had this podcast, yep. we were salivating over the fact that the US had been beaten in the World Cup by France. Yep. Um, and the Boomers looked like they were on their way to their first medal. Yes, and it certainly appeared that way in the semi-final mm. after us knocking off the Czech Republic. Quite convincingly. Uh, we... We were leading Spain, and then yep. then then it happened. The wheels fell off. They fell off big time. What happened, Streety? This is so. What we're going to talk about is Australian basketball in general, because to be honest, it's been full of disappointments over the last couple of weeks. Or has it been full of disappointments? Let Let me start with this question for you, Streety. Are you disappointed with the Boomers World Championship finish of fourth? If you had have asked me. If I had no knowledge of how it went down, of how fourth place went down, mm. then from the outside looking in, I'd probably say, oh, well, we, we made a medal game. That's that's pretty good effort. Yep. But postscript, having actually, you know, lived through it and, and witnessed it, yep. we easily let a gold medal slip out of our hands. Yep. Um, so... So you're saying you're disappointed because you think we obviously could have and should have done better. As during the tournament, during yes. During the tournament, like yes. we looked better. But pre-tournament, yeah. I, I would have said fourth was probably an overachievement. Yeah. Having seen what we've seen mm. and, um, you know, the, the way, the fashion in which we blew those games. Yeah. Um, then absolutely, it's a, looking back at it, it's a, it's a, it's it's a huge chance missed. And, you know, we may never get that. You know, we always talk about 2020 Olympics, but, yep. you know, um, the USA are going to be a much better team. Yeah, I just uh, I I agree. I I if you had said to me, so let me par- like let me answer that question myself because I've got a, a few thoughts on it. The first one is a year or two ago, if you'd said to me we would get fourth at a world championship, I would have been disappointed because I felt like we I feel like we've got the talent in the country to do better than that, and and I feel like our coaching staff haven't fostered enough of a team environment for that talent to want to be involved. Um, at the start of the tournament with the team that they chose and the team that we ended up with taking to that tournament, fourth is a pretty good finish. Mm. I feel like they did really well to get to fourth. However, when you saw the way the tournament played out and the opportunity that that team had, I feel like fourth is a failure. Absolutely, yeah. Because, because of the fact that it was... It, it was easily our best opportunity to medal. Yeah. Like I thought Rio was our best opportunity to medal when we played so well in the round games. And then Serbia like, like smashed us. Put us in our put us in our place. Maybe, you know, in twelve months time we have this same conversation again and we can, uh, we're actually celebrating a, an Olympic medal. You know, yeah, and well um, 
less than 12 months now, isn't it? It's in like July. Yeah, it's, you know, like, oh, man, the Boomers locker room after that game, just what I mean, you know, we saw what, what Bogut said down the tunnel after the semi-final loss. And yeah, he called FIBA a fucking disgrace. Yeah, a bunch of cheats. And yeah. uh, look up where the headquarters is, um, referring that they're in Spain. Uh, look it up on Google Maps, but FIBA headquarters yeah. are actually in Switzerland. Yeah, ouch. Was it, so do you think that's what he was referring to? Do you think he was saying, did you think he actually thought it was in Spain? Or do you think he meant, because everyone's kind of going, oh, he means it was in Europe. I don't think he meant that it was <laughs> in Europe. I think you might be right. I think he might have thought that it was in Spain. He, which is kind he, of a bit. He bit can of probably a lame cover fucker. his tracks pretty well on this by saying, yeah, yeah. "Well, I know it's in Switzerland. My my inference was that it was in Spain because the FIBA a bunch of cheats." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think in in a moment of anger, um, his fact checking probably was a little bit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. the he's message prone to, he's prone to a the message things. certainly wasn't lost, and I think everybody no. definitely understood. Or at least if you're Australian. Well, I don't mind it. I don't mind the... Meant. Like, I mean, it's probably not the greatest look for the game, but, it, but at the end of the day, I don't mind the passion when you play for your national team. And Bogut certainly showed a lot of Oh, that. totally. And He's we, put in a hell of a lot of effort. We, we love him for it, and we wouldn't want it any other, no. any other way. You no. know, and, and he... Will he, he get suspended? Oh, I don't, wouldn't think so. I mean, the refereeing in general was, you know, there was some pretty, pretty shitty calls across a lot of games. Yeah. Um, the one thing that, that I found really frustrating on the tournament was the... Overuse of the uh, the video replay for yep. you know s- things that just shouldn't be looked at. Yeah, you know. Um, what's the go? So I must say, uh, what what are the parameters or what's the rules of using the video replay in FIBA basketball? Because I didn't get it. I, like you know, in the NRL, the referee calls for it. At times during that World Championship, I thought they could go and check that, but they didn't go and check. It was it. It, uh, mainly what I. It wasn't necessarily for was his foot out. I think they just reviewed it for unnecessary contact or contact that they deemed yeah to be um, excessive. Okay, uh, which I think they went too far to too decide much. whether it's a normal foul um, or a flag or foul. I, I actually think this is a pretty big problem in 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 world sport. Mm. Um, Rugby World Cups on at the moment. Yeah, and the Wallabies just got absolutely bloody rorted on a on a uh, a call against Wales where one of our guys got pinged for running. Um, and you know, lifting fending his, a guy, and the old mate they just had a crappy tackle technique, and yeah. we got the penalty, and the referee told him, you know, you you palmed him off in the throat, and we, yeah, so yeah, you know, the use of a VAR system for that sort of stuff, and you know, like, are we being too protective of contact in 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 contact sports? Yeah, you know, like basketball, you know, they say it's a non-contact sport, but you know, it's it is a contact. There's sport. plenty of contact. Yeah, uh, you know, you just get stuff. You get called for things that, you know, for not so much excessive contact, for mm. making a play at the ball where where you don't get the ball cleanly and you foul someone. Yeah, basketball most definitely is a contact sport. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I hold a, some concerns as to how the future of world sport is going to play out at big events with with the use of these video systems. And, yeah, and perhaps after you know, after seeing. <laughs> Some of the, you know, like some of these delays of this World Cup for just some small stuff, which really had no effect on games. Yeah, it was just exactly. It was ridiculous. Yep. And that's what I couldn't necessarily understand. It didn't seem to be used in a way that would better the game. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, when it gets brought into football codes and all that stuff, even soccer, it's probably been used in terms of, well, it's actually, whilst it's a bit controversial and it de- delays the game a little bit. It can it's give a definitive result. That's right. And I don't necessarily know that basketball is completely And a lot of the time, this, they, they were going to a video ref uh, to, 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 to look at a screen to then still interpret yeah. what happened and then make a decision based on that. So, yeah. you know, like a different referee may have had a different take. It wasn't. That's a, right. We weren't, de- weren't making a decision on something that actually happened. And maybe that's the game. Anyway, like, so getting back to the boomers. Standout performance for you, Pat Mills, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, easily our best player across the tournament. Were you happy with Joe Ingalls' tournament or were you disappointed in Joe Ingalls? Um, we bagged Joe Ingalls a fair bit. I thought he was pretty solid. I thought they were just tired, mate. I didn't think they had enough cattle. Yeah, yeah. That plays into it. I was I was a bit um, disappointed with him from the semi. I just, against Spain, I, I, mm. I think that he just put away his shot and he just didn't yeah. want to shoot the ball and that, you know, 
yeah. the onus more on Pat Mills to create offense, and that sure, really played yeah. into the you know Spain's defense by yep. you know um, pressuring him more. And then when it went yeah. to that overtime, they just they, was it a box on one they went to that. I they did, yep, to shut him down. Yeah, yeah and that's that, exactly that right. Essentially, one Spain the game. We we yeah. couldn't buy a bucket then because no, Ingles was cold as ice and didn't want to shoot it. That's exactly right. And it seemed to be that once Spain did that, the Boomers were a little bit lost for options. Yeah. And anyway, but credit, credit where due. Um, we give one of our mates a lot of shit about being a Aaron Baines fanboy, but <laughs> <laughs> Baines himself did have a very good tournament and played well. He did play very well, but at the same time, I think like uh, he was again like he's just prone to bouts of aggression and yep. bouts of silliness. Yeah. And you know, and he's hot and cold. You know, like and those that's been the big knock on him. Yep. And that's you know you when when he. <laughs> When he's a 15-minute-a-game player, that's okay. When he's a 30-minute-a-game player, then then you've got to ride those ups and downs with him and, and they cost you a fair bit more, right? Yeah. So, anyway, like, but look, overall, you know what? I was really proud of the Boomers' effort in the end. I was disappointed first up um, because I felt like they had such a good opportunity to do a lot more than they did. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it, it just disappointed me in terms of, you know, like, but I, I, you give me fourth at any world championship, and I'll take it every day of the week. If we're in the top four teams every time, mate. Then that's okay because I've been at number twelve before. It's or quite, and, and it's funny that our world ranking has skyrocketed up to number three. That's a bizarre set <laughs> of world rankings. I don't understand. I'm not and sure the what's US going on. And the US stays at number one after finishing seventh. What's the point of having the world championship? If that doesn't carry a significant amount of weight in the world rankings, yeah, like, like, well, if so, so Spain, who are world champions, but they're now not number one in the world the next day. No, that's right. I don't understand that. And it's the same that that, like, that if you want to know somebody who got screwed over, Spain got screwed over in that. Like, yeah, and then a country so that that disrespected the tournament and didn't send their best squad, yeah, whether it was their fault or not, or yeah. you know their personnel. That's right. Um, finishes seventh, but still, fins, you know, rank rank number one. Now we we all know that America has the most talent. Yeah. But as an international team, yeah, they're currently the seventh best team in the world. And and the justification that FIBA has used for that is is that rankings points from previous games carry over. Yeah. And I don't see that because between I don't see how that's logical because between Olympic years and World Cup years, everyone plays in different st- quality leagues and different like as in different quality divisions and conferences you know like the americans are playing against the dominican republic you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah it's not you that's know, right I, and and we're playing against sometimes the philippines like whereas you know, the euros they're playing each other and <laughs> they're, you know, all, they're like, all good of yeah. course they're going to drop some games like you know because they're better teams like yeah. it's a stronger area of the world for basketball overall so yeah what, because America for four years play crappy teams, then they earn all these ranking points that keep them there? Yeah. Anyway. Like we harped on that the Boomers were probably one or two players short going into this, and we finished fourth and could have could have finished first. Hopefully uh, we right some wrongs and a few yeah. guys come back and then yeah, um, I agree. Tokyo 2020. I'm pumped for Tokyo. Let's go Tokyo. Yeah. Now, the other disappointment in Australian basketball just last week, obviously, was uh, earlier this week, was the Opals in the FIBA Asia Cup. Um, and uh, coming into the tournament ranked, I believe, number three in the world. Yep. And walking out with a third-place finish in a team... Uh, sorry, a, a tournament with only teams from Asia. Yeah. Now, did you see much of that? I did catch some games, mm. and I would say that the Opals probably did something very similar to what the USA men's team did. Mm. Didn't send our best squad and yeah. a lot of that, you know, maybe some... Well, there was availability. Availability with the conflict Liz with Cambridge the WNBA was, yeah, playoffs. she was still back in the, playing in the playoffs. You know, so if Cambridge was there and I'm not sure who else we're missing, but, um, you know, we may probably well have won that tournament. But mm. does that did that actually have any bearing on... Because we finished second in the World Championships this year, so we've already Olympics qualified, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so um, the women still have to qualify for the Olympics. There's an Asian qualifying round to go. Um, so they will still need to get through another qualifying tournament. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, but I'm but I'm not so sure there's a big threat that they won't make it because I think in in that particular tournament they'll play the same teams they just played in that Asia Cup, and I think like the top four or five teams might make the tournament. Yeah, okay. So so I don't think they're too they're too kind of they're not at risk of maybe missing it, but they still haven't qualified. So there's no guarantee they'll be there yet. So as we watch this, the Melbourne United have just come within two points of the Phoenix. Minute with a minute and a half to go. Minute and a half to go. So the showdown is going down to the wire. So Good to see NBL. This is uh, what yeah. we want. Anyway, so AFL Grand Final. Yes. Well, I mean... We haven't got... Let me just say this very quickly. We don't have our good mate Nugget here with no. us tonight. He's still hung over. Still hung over. Still recovering. And it's Thursday after the Saturday Grand Final. Yes. Yeah. And he's a giant supporter. So I mean So he went down to watch his team in the dream grand final. First grand final they've ever made. He paid a lot of money to get there and his team got beat by close to a hundred. Savage. Yeah, that hurts, right? I can understand why he went and went on a fair bender that night. So We've got anyway, a photo of Nugget. Uh, Nugget the next morning at the airport. Asleep. Asleep. Yep. Leaning, leaning against the wall in a chair. Uh, We've I'm actually sure. got a photo of him the night before, like, looking like he's having a great time. Probably going to have to post that photo, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, Work experience kid Nugget yeah. gets, finds his wings and gets out there. So if anyone uh, took the time to read our um, game previews on our the, the, the day of the game on our Facebook page, uh, Maka tipped the Giants to win. Yeah, it's a good tip. Yep. Yeah. Um, they didn't even come close. Nugget tipped the Giants, the but quarter. that's understandable. Because he's um, a fan, yep. And uh, my... I don't know what my reasoning was. My predictions were one of two things would happen. The uh, Giants would have a scrappy low-scoring win. Yep. Or the Tigers would win by 60-plus and blow the game open in the second and third quarter. I think you did say this to me, actually, not on air or on one of the podcasts, but you were saying to me that you thought that the Tigers would win by a significant amount. And yeah. I was sceptical. But you're right. I just think that uh, Mitch Creech has hit a massive three there too. Yeah, given you know the, the way that the fashion in which the Giants beat um, Brisbane up in Brisbane, yep, and then the following week first Collingwood, mm. it's fair to say that they you know played two grand finals in a row. Yeah, just just to get there. Yeah, uh, you know troops were low. They had a yeah, few beat injuries. Brisbane by four, Collingwood by like two yeah. or something. Yeah. And at the end of last year, I, I had a few concerns for the Giants. I mean, that obviously they've been pretty competitive since 2015, and a lot of that's due to you know some favourable um, concessions made by the AFL with you know talent and stuff like that. But they did lose a few key players um, down to Victorian clubs at the end of last year. Yeah, they find it hard to keep players or yeah. talented players because they all want to come back to and, Victoria uh, or Adelaide to, or wherever they live. To bounce back and actually you know make the grand final was uh, pretty massive for them coming from yeah. sixth. Yep. Six spot. Do you think that the Giants will be better or worse off for having made the grand final this year and getting smacked the way they did? Funnily enough, I, I think, uh, you know, quite a lot of teams might fold, for, you know, like mentally and, you know, like, yeah, you know, h- how do they deal with that? But yeah. uh, given, the, given their age and, um, you know, they're a young team and yeah. th- th- they're probably going to want to come back and, you know, have something to prove next year. Mm. Yeah, so absolutely. I don't think the Giants' window of competitiveness is closed yet. No. Um, are they closer to a premiership than they're not? Probably yep. yes. Yeah, yep. yeah it's, it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely a lot closer than what the Gold Coast Suns are. Yeah. Um, who yeah, should absolutely. be there? Who yeah. have had the same concessions? Yeah, you know my feelings on the Gold Coast. They've probably had more, haven't they? Well, they have now because the AFL's just announced a new rescue package for them. I don't know how you just rescue someone from being shit, yeah. but like, I or why you would, but. Um, but I guess you have to if you don't want to lose your investment that you've yeah. made in that team because the AFL has paid a significant amount of money to have them there. Yeah. But yeah, you're you think the Gold Coast is cursed for sporting teams, right? Totally. Mm. We could probably do a whole uh, show or a podcast series on uh, on the curse of the Gold the Coast. Failed Gold Coast. It'd be like it'd be like um, profile each crime, failed team. One of those crime podcasts, you know, like we. It's probably not a bad bad idea. You know? It's actually not too bad. Yeah. Let's look into that. Um, oh my god. Melbourne wow. United have just had three shots to win it here and no one's hit a thing and they keep getting offensive rebounds. And old mate's just going to go, oh, oh, I'm, oh my oh. God. <laughs> Melbourne United. Wow. They've just um, scored to put them one point down 
with 26 How seconds. Many, four offensive rebounds in that set. That was it's ridiculous. Crazy. The Phoenix. Back to the uh, AFL quickly. Uh, Richmond Tigers, listen, they, they were super Dustin impressive. Dustin was amazing. What yeah. about the story of the grand final, Marlon Pickett? Might be the sporting story of the year. Makes his debut in a grand final. Uh, Fair income. Never happened. And played like, like, like he'd played 200 games. He was... Um, he did. Mate, uh, he did. We, he had one best on ground in the VFL grand final the week before. Oh, did he? Yeah. So He's, uh, it wasn't like he was just coming out cold. But, you know, that's a pretty big step. Your very first game of AFL is a grand final. I don't know a lot about his story, but just watching him play, he was just smooth and he just, you know, it looked like the game for him was in bit a bit of slow motion. Yeah, he does seem like one of those guys who doesn't get overawed by any occasion, doesn't really buy yeah. into it too much. So I think he potentially just approached it like it was a VFL game. And, and the way that he could actually get into that Richmond team was a bloke had to retire mid-season mm. uh, and Richmond won one player short. I think, do they have a mid-season draft? Yeah, they do. So I they think. drafted this guy over from Western Australia mm. and then ran him in the Reggies and would fly him over to play and then yep. bang, gets his shot. Um, yep. Gets his shot playing grand final and now probably he'll be in the team for round one next year, I would think. Yeah, well, yeah, there's absolutely no doubt. So with a yeah. full pre-season, this, you know, they could have unearthed a bit of a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. Which would be uh, good to see. Um, the AFL grand final always throws up a bit of a story like that, doesn't it? Like, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, like... The, I guess, you know, even though it was about a 90-odd point win, um, I didn't watch it. I was listening to bits and pieces on the radio. Mm. Um, you know, the, the excitement was still there. Like, there was still an element of, you know, like like you say, storylines. So even though it was a, a, a smashing, there was yeah, other, there was sort of games within games and other things, competitions within a game, like who's going to win the Norm Smith. And, yeah, yeah. You know, um, storylines, like you said about Marlion. Yep. Uh, Pickett and, you know... Um, Richmond, class act. Yeah. Um, you know, and, they've that's, and they've gone from... And actually, one of our friends, Gilesy, who we've spoken about a bit on the podcast, loves the AFL. And he raised a really good point in, in a conversation that we had about it, which was that it's an amazing story. Damien Hardwick, the coach of, of Richmond, five years ago, was, was on the verge of being sacked. Yeah. And, like, I th- they, everyone wanted they him board, gone. Board members wanted and him board sacked. Board members wanted him gone. Like, it was all... It was one of those things where it was imminent, right? It was like, yeah. I think the press conference had been announced. They were going to announce it. And somehow it ended up being that they sacked all of his assistants instead. Yeah. He changed the style of the team and the way that he coached them. And then two years later, they win their first grand final. And now they've won their second and don't look like they're going anywhere from a list perspective. I mean, they're pretty stacked. They've actually got one of the game's best defenders in Rance, who went out the first game of the year. Well, they had his knee. some talent on the sideline, didn't they? And you know, back. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They got down a young Gold Coast bloke from the Gold Coast, who's mm. a full forward, goal-kicking legend. Yep. So, you know, it's feasible that uh, they, they may have had a four-year window where they could have won, you know, yep. if they win again next year. The, then a little blip was that um, yeah. 2017. They were the best team that year, but yep. couldn't get it done in the no. prelim. They lost to Collingwood in a bit of a boil over. Yeah, that's right. Now... I don't know, mate. Like, I mean, I, it looks to me like they're going to be pretty competitive for a lot of years. So it's an amazing story. Sport just keeps throwing them up, doesn't it? You know, which is fantastic. Now, the other footy code, the NRL. All right. So for all you people, it is, we're 23 and a half minutes in. Yeah. So we'll put these in the notes that you can fast forward to the 23rd minute. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to hear our ram- uh, ramblings about other stuff. Should we go to the NRL Grand Final? Should we talk about the NBL very well, quickly? Well, just the this this game's zero point two seconds left, so let's quickly yeah. NBL nineteen twenty first game tonight. I'm pumped for this NBL season. Yeah, well, I'm, I I'm think really this excited. Is, uh, the NBL have done right. such a good job in just basically recreating themselves and rebranding oh. and and they've they've basketball's back in this country and thanks to the NBA and the players that we've got in the NBA right now driving. Uh, basketball back into popular culture the NBL is enjoying a resurgence like we've never seen before it may even but there's 10,300 people at this game in Melbourne tonight this is back to the days when you had the Sydney Kings packing out the Sydney Entertainment Centre every week yeah when we picked up balls first absolutely you know, like this is this is amazing I've followed the NBL every year I've followed basketball it's you know and I've seen it at some pretty low points absolutely right like where they didn't have two cents to rub together as a league. The, the, there was nothing on TV. The, a lot of teams were folding. You know, 
we've now got a second Melbourne team back. It's 10,500 people to the season opener. It's on ESPN. It's on SBS. Yeah. Basketball's back, We've baby. got some good partnerships with the I NBA, with a lot of young kids sort of plying their trade skip in college, you know, yeah. getting a year of pro basketball before they go to the NBA draft. Yeah, um, one of the, one of the like, the, because of RJ Hampton and LaMelo Ball, or what, yeah, is it, yeah, LaMelo. NBL signed a deal with uh, Facebook. Yep. To uh, broadcast. 52 um, games or something 52 like 52 games, going live into the US. And they're carrying it on the ball Facebook site for their reality show. Yeah. Which goes to over a million users. Well, I tell you what, that's more than watch the last the, the watch the last Hunter Pirates season collectively. It'd be a great um, case study for anyone studying business or sports management in a university course, just to mm. see how you can turn a turn a leg around with a bit of hard work, perseverance, yep. a bit of good luck. Yep, it always plays a part. But um, yeah, NBL, you know, it's it's hard. Sports leagues generally. You know, if you're an owner, you, it's, it's, you don't get in it for the ability to make money. You do it for the for other reasons. And uh, you well, know, you do it for the passion of the game. If, right? if you turn a profit, well then that's 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 secondary. But um, what's happened here? The like this is this this league is making money. Yeah. You know, well, it's making more money than it used to. I don't know. Well, there's more obviously more revenue. So whether or not someone's taking a profit from it, I don't know. Yeah, it's good. But it's fantastic. Now that Phoenix have just prevailed over the over Melbourne United. First, game, first game ever. So that's their first competitive game, their first NBL game, and they've taken the win. So good on you, Phoenix. That's because sports and spit of Yeah, we're on the we're on the Phoenix, the green we're and on, black. We're home. Yep. Yep. We're going all the way to the title with the Phoenix in their first year. Yeah. Did Melbourne Storm win the title in their very first year? Or was that second? Like second year. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Well and Good segue to the NRL. Yeah, so anyway, let's talk about the NRL. One team that won't be there in grand final day are the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. Best team all year, 20-4 and record. The third team ever only to win 20 games in in a season. Yep. Uh, But they won't be there in the big dance. No, they won't be. No, they definitely won't be. It's the uh, defending champs, the Sydney Roosters, uh, probably the favourites for the grand final. Yep, yep. Um, Overwhelming favourites, actually. Yep. Versus the Green Machine. The Raiders. Canberra Raiders. Raiders are back, baby. They are, and From you know the what? 80s. Um, you know, you give me shit about talking about the Sharks a lot, but the year that Cronulla won in 2016, mm-hmm. I actually thought the Canberra Raiders were the best team all year. In 2016, yeah, they're really? the back half of that year. They were they were awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it took some 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 gritty effort, a little bit of luck for yeah. Cron- for Cronulla to beat him in that game down there. Yeah. Um, and Just then FYI, Mitch Creek got Player of the Game yeah. by the way, Strudy, and he scored 28 points. 28 points. Oh. That, to me, would look like he top-scored for the Phoenix. Why don't you just tell everybody why that's important? Yeah, so um, I had a bet in my uh, bet slip on Ladbrokes um, on Mitch Creek to be the top scorer for the Phoenix, paying a juicy $5. And uh, did you put it on? $10 bet on there, and it sat in my penning bet and didn't go, so I just lost 50 <laughs> bucks. Uh, please gamble responsibly, but oh, also please yeah. gamble confidently when you know someone is going to do something like that. Just put the money on, please. No. Confirm the bet. Confirm, confirm it. Confirm bet. it. Don't let it sit there on your bet slip. Confirm. Don't My bad. Confirm. Yeah. Um, yeah, NRL. Okay. Um, yeah, so you reckon the Raiders were the best team in 2016 when, when your Sharks won? Yeah. Yeah, they were playing the best anyway. Playing the best in the back end, and you know, they, they yeah. probably were a little bit unlucky not to win that prelim against the Storm down yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel that if the Raiders had made the grand final that year, mm. we may not have won it. Uh, they, they, they may have got us then. Ha- they didn't sort of rebound from that um, in 17 and 18. They actually missed the finals um, both years, I think. Yep. Um, but um, they've got a few more English blokes out, yep. and they're back. They're, yep. They play an exciting brand of footy, so they're, they're a good team to watch. Um, but they play a real defensive style of yep. footy in the sense of they're pretty strong defensively aren't they and they they've developed an identity and yeah. a um you know they're i'm happy they're there yeah um yeah absolutely i'm excited to watch them play i'm excited to watch a play and watch them play a grand final because of the fact that the way i see them play is they just they just play with so much heart they just defend 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 yeah and and that's that's how you win grand finals like they're not pretty but you know, like everyone's talking about how stacked the Roosters are, and they are. They've got about $2 million worth of talent over the cap, you know. like, But the Raiders, mate, 
the, the Raiders it's can lay, be a good game. The Raiders can lay on tries. I mean, they're they're a great yeah. point scoring team. And they they, yeah, they yeah. have a back line of uh, Leah um, Rapana. You know, we yep. all we that that sort of outside back combination is good. Yep. Jack Whiten has moved from fullback to five eight. Yep. That, and that, that's probably changed the Raiders' fortunes yep. quite a lot. Um, you know, they've got the best hooker in the game, Hodgson, who, yep. you know, in in defence, so you know, t- they talk about turning attack in you know, defence into attack. Mm. Yeah, Hodgson leads the league in one-on-one strips. Yep. I think Canberra have sort of mastered that art of, you know, three in a tackle. Well, uh, they get, they, they've recorded something like 28 strips this year. Yep. Two drop off and then Hodgson's there to steal it. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like the attacking teams most of the time. The Roosters will have practised that fairly heavily this week, I reckon, yeah. like pre- defending against that. Yeah, like protecting the ball. It'll be interesting to see whether that plays a role because it's such a that they have refined that that particular part of the game and t- taken advantage of that rule because of exactly what you said. They're very good at the timing of the other two tacklers dropping off mm. and and giving Hodgson the chance to strip when the when the when the attacking player has yeah. kind of switched off and thinks that he's, he's starting to think about something else. Right? Well, where, you know, like the Roosters may obviously train for that, not to have the mm. ball stripped, but but where that could affect other parts of, of the game is, you know, a slower ruck. That's right. A slower play of the ball. You know, players sort of... Not offloading as much. Not offloading, getting a position where they, you know, hit and spin, so they have their backs towards the try line. Yeah, yeah. Players can't strip it, but then obviously, you know, being tackled. Yeah. All that stuff, you know, you may not strip the ball, but that can mm. complain to the Raiders' hands. And Definitely. Um, I'm, I'm sort of pretty confident that the Raiders can, can get this game. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. And, and so you think they can win it. I think they can Do win. Do you it. think they will win it? Yes. Yeah. I th- I think there's just a certain level of belief and mm. confidence down there. Yep. Um. And probably the main thing is I, I don't think they fear the Roosters. The, the Roosters yeah. beat them in Canberra, uh, maybe f- four to six weeks ago towards the back end of the regular season. Mm. Um. Is that the English connection? Like, as in, the English influence? Like they don't. They I don't fear so. the Roosters because well, they haven't been here long enough to worry about it. You know, like they're like well. Who cares, mate? I don't know. I don't know anything. I just about think they're hard. They're, they're yeah. hard. Bateman, um, Whitehead, yeah. Yeah. Hodgson, um, just hard bastards. Yep. They they go at it. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, they have a back line to match. Um, the Raiders bench is quite good. Mm. Um, you know, they rotate them. Yep. Uh, pretty well. Some good sort of young young legs attacking players. So your prediction about Ricky Stewart was a bit off. Yes, because <laughs> he's not the first I coach sacked, <laughs> and that, you've rated him the first coach to be sacked a couple of years, Two in, years a row. in a row. Yeah, um, you just don't like him, do you? No, no, I don't. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. He's not very likable. I can understand that. No, you're right. He isn't very likable. No, but I, I just, I don't know whether they, the Raiders, have got there on the back of Ricky Stewart's coaching. Or whether they've just gotten the the cattle in and it's all worked. Okay whether they've you know the personnel's yeah. worked and you know the the, yeah, the, the yeah. leadership's on the field and, and it was a bit of a masterstroke getting those English guys over because they're used to the weather in Canberra because no one else really wants to play there because no, it's exactly cold as right. shit. Like, like I, I I'm positive Ricky Stewart in uh, in in the, in the recruitment pitch told him that um that Canberra was on the beach ACT was yeah. on the beach when yeah, yeah. he's not actually lying you know parts of Jarvis Bay down yeah. there <laughs> yeah. are part of you know, a part, part of the, the ACT. ACT yeah that's right yeah so they're just nowhere near Canberra that's right yeah <laughs> so you know well done to yeah. Ricky Stewart for, for putting that pitch to the Englishman yep, you know, absolutely. Oh, yep. ACT has a beach but uh, <laughs> two and a half hours away do you think that yeah like the boys down there when the English blokes when they get there they go why don't we go to the casino and they look around when they get there and go, where's yeah. the rest of it? And, uh, you know, come <laughs> c- come the summer, Bateman's yeah. Bay and Browley yeah. and certain parts of the South Coast are overrun with Canberrans they are, year yeah. after year. Yeah. So that basically becomes Canberra 2.0. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, the geography could easily get mixed up in the summer. Yeah, or the same the postcode, summer. right, like virtually. Yeah. Do you, uh, like, uh, so um, do you think that they'll keep that team together? Because, like, Bateman is off. Contract, not off contract, but he's asking for more money. With the exception of the Roosters, left on his contract, every actually. team that ends up being a grand finals or winning premierships at loses some point, players. yeah, loses players. Some point, mm. those players, you know, value rises, yeah, and they they want to get their own, and rightfully so. Yeah, it's 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 probably harder to keep a premiership squad together than what it is to build one. Yeah, um, so you know, I'd imagine that you know, if the Raiders go on to win it, 
Um, yeah. Then, you know, retaining players will obviously be a priority, but they yeah. obviously don't want to fall into a trap that a few other clubs have done in the past uh, by overpaying guys that, you know, maybe they shouldn't have paid that much to, well, and then they end up in a couple of years down the track in a bit of a yeah bit of a hole. Well, that was probably one of the reasons why the Raiders struggled for a little bit because of their location. They had to probably pay overs a bit for people because of the fact that it was just a bit of a shit hole. Like, not uh, that's not true. Canberra is really nice, but it's not the it's not as attractive as some other destinations. No, 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 no. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. and so um, um, yeah, I don't want to offend our Cam Canberran listeners. Oh, there'll be a few. I've had some messages. Have you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Go the Raiders. Sports and Spitter on the back of the Raiders, I reckon. We adopt them as our team this week. Yeah, I, we're I all about the green teams, the Phoenix and uh, the Raiders. Yep, absolutely. And we're watching the Irish rugby team in the World Cup just carve up Russia at the moment. Although it's not as big a cricket score as you would sometimes expect, but the Irish have just gone in for a try, so fiddle-dee-dee potatoes. Now, I have had one listener get in touch. He's an old schoolmate from primary school, yep. like from way back in the day. Great. Like, I, I um, can't believe we've got a listener. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so his name's John. Johnny John. Boxall. Yep. Shout out to Johnny Boxall here. Shout out, Johnny. Um, he uh, he raised an interesting point here saying that the Raiders will have played grand finals at the last three grand final venues. Oh, yeah. 1987 in the SCG. Yeah. And then uh, 1990, 89, 90, 94, Sydney Football Stadium. Sydney Football Stadium. And now they've snuck in at the Olympic Stadium at ANZ. Mm. Yeah. And it's its last possible year in its current so is he saying that they're they're one of the only teams to do that? No, they're the only team to play grand finals at all grand final venues. What? Really? Yeah. How does that work? Like, well, but hold on, Sydney a second. Cricket Ground, Sydney Football Stadium, and then now ANZ. What about the Roosters? What they've never played a grand final at the Sydney Football Stadium? Maybe they no. didn't. Really? No, because the Sydney Football Stadium came in in '88. Yeah, right. The Roosters made the grand final in the year. 2000 versus the Broncos. And that was when... That was at ANZ. It was at ANZ. At the Olympic Stadium. Well, bugger me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, John, you've just... That's fantastic. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they're the only team to have played a grand final at each of the... Like, the at the, at the three different venues that have held grand finals. Yeah. Uh, okay, that brings up a good... Well, that's good, John. I, that's actually... I, you taught me something, mate. I didn't know that. That's pretty good, actually. That's really um, quite a fact. Now, it l brings me to a question that I'd like to ask you. The Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah. Is it any good for rugby league? Well, I'll tell you what. When I, I watched that game Saturday, Storm and Roosters. Yeah. And I found it a little bit weird. So, yeah, I agree. It was yeah. it was so something about, it was just a bit strange watching just the uh, the rectangle on an oval. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, the Melbourne Storm uh, converted Collingwood's practice field. Yep. Uh, they you know, had a had a football field drawn in the middle of it. Did they? With signage. To get the feeling of playing. Just ju just just to get a feeling of what it was like with that extra sort of space surrounding him and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, um, right. Well, the Roosters have made it a little bit of a fortress for him this year. Well, they, they have. Um, I don't know how how good it is for the spectators, but the Roosters don't have a ton of fans anyway. They've got a lot. The stands at the cricket ground are pretty good now. They've put a lot of money into putting new grandstands and stuff yeah. in, but it is designed for AFL. But at the same time, like it does, it I do, yeah, I don't like it. But I, you know, I get. We have to put up with it for two years. I mean, they're going to play a grand final there <coughs> next year, mm. and then uh, as to what happens in twenty twenty one, there's. But I don't. But is that what is that the plan? They're playing the grand final there next year, are they? Yeah, yeah. State government have signed a deal with the NRL. But um, I'm not so sure. But that's that's all predicated on whether or not they actually end up knocking the Olympic Stadium down. I don't think they've got any funding for that yet. No, I believe it'll, it'll happen. You reckon? I don't know if it'll I'd like to see a grand final in, in Brisbane in 2021 at Suncorp. That that makes sense. Yeah, I reckon that'd be pretty cool to see. Or could you imagine a grand Is final? Have they signed a deal to do that? No, no, because no, it's a Queensland state government thing and then NRL signed a deal with the New South Wales state government. That's it's all so politics. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I even think a grand final at Bankwest would be pretty crazy. Just It's the same capacity as what the football stadium was. Yeah, yep. Um, that place would just be bananas. It's close to the action. That would know, be pretty loud. Good. Yeah. Um, a bit of a spectacle. That would be pretty good. Parramatta's yeah. the new CBD. It I'd is. like to see it. Yeah. I'd probably prefer that than at the football. St I mean, at the um, cricket ground, I believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want that. You want that in-game experience. So, talk to me about Canberra. Will Will Canberra like? Will your mate John like? Is he a Canberra fan? 
Um, oh, does he live down there still? No, no, he, he lives in Darwin now. Oh, does he? Yeah, right. Yeah, this is the John Boxall show here. Yeah, John Boxall. We're just talking about John. Now, so what my question is, back in the day when, like when I was younger and you'd watch grand finals, right? And there was footage of, let's say, the, the Balmain Tigers. Right? Talking about the last time the Raiders were in the grand final, they yep. played the Balmain Tigers. No, they didn't. The didn't last they? time the Raiders in the grand final was 94. Who they play? They beat the Bulldogs, your team. Ah, 36-12. Right. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> but, okay, well, all right. Well, so we'll, we'll go right back to the start. As a kid, the Raiders made their first grand final in yeah. 1987. Yeah. Now, and back in those days, the weeks, the days leading up to the grand final, you saw green sausages in the butchers and green milk. This is all true. Is that, gonna, is that what would happen down in Canberra now, you reckon? Uh or has Canberra changed? No, no, I, I, I can't say this for sure, but I, one would assume, and I'm sure it's p- probably easy to find out. Mm. Um, someone can probably uh, clarify this for me, for us. Um, so, green bread. Green bread. Was a thing. Was it, yeah. Green Canberra milk was definitely a thing. We used to get them in our school lunch orders yeah. in the grand final week. Uh, butchers make green sausages, so that, that that's true. Yep. Um I don't know what else they can make green food-wise now, but a lot yeah. of food colouring was uh, yeah. being used back There'd then. There'd probably be a lot of avocado being sold. Yep. Smashed yeah. avo, smashed yeah. raiders avo. Everywhere, yep. Um, what about an avocado and chicken? Yep. Rooster? Yep. Smash, smash rooster. Smash rooster. Let's <laughs> eat the rooster. Yeah. Cover it in some um, I remember yeah. all the buses. The, bu- the buses have, um, you know... A lot of kale. Yep. The yeah. buses would be, you know, decked out with streamers and all sorts mm. of stuff and Raiders paraphernalia. Yeah, like when the Knights made the grand final in 97 and people yeah. lined the streets watching the bus go down to Sydney. Yeah. Oh. That was kind of footy well, in its, uh, you Robbie know. Robbie Davis watched porn on the backseat. In its r- romantic Cut sort of best. Stick flicks. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a... Uh, That's great for Canberra, they reckon, that they've made the grand final. The city's changed a lot since I then. I don't think you're going to go down to Bondi and see... Red or blue sausages. No, there'll be a lot of French there and they'll probably think it's the French yeah, one. Exactly. Well, well, oh, World Cup, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, well, that's good. I hope Canberra win it. I think they will. I've got some money on Josh Papali to win Clive Churchill. Who do you think's going to win Clive Churchill? Who's going to be the best player on the ground? You've got Canberra winning it. I've yeah. got Canberra winning it. Oh, yeah. So I've we're taken uh, Ladbrokes, and we're definitely not spruiking Ladbrokes in any way here, but there's, uh, it's just a, there's a nice bet app. I got on today. Uh, the Raiders at 13 plus, mm-hmm. paying $11. Yep. I couldn't help myself and put a pineapple on it. Yep. Um, so that should be a nice little uh, return, Loss. should that come in. Yep. But uh, I've got to say, most of my bets when I put money in it don't come in. No, fair enough. Uh, the yep. ones that do come in, I don't bet on. Yeah. Like Mitch Creek and the Richmond Tigers. Yeah, yep. Um, Understandable. Uh, I'm going to go with Bateman. I think uh, he's come out this week and he's been in the news about wanting a, a new contract, an upgraded deal. So I think he's going to earn it yep. this week and just go hell for leather, balls to the wall for 80 minutes. Yep. And um, just have the game of his life and... Lead the Raiders to to victory. Yep. Um, what position is he? Second row or a lock? He remind, he, you know what he reminds me a lot of? He's a second row. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Bradley Clyde, oh, yeah. uh, a former Raider lock yeah, forward. Yeah, he's a bit of a champion. Yeah, yeah. Second row or lock. Yep. Um, he's sort of that similar sort of mould of player. Yep. Um, I get that. Leads with his game. Doesn't say much on field, but um, yep. yeah, gets it done. Um, closely followed by, you know, obviously key players. Raiders have a lot across the park, but... You can't go past uh, Hodgson. Yep. Um, you know, he's kind of their spiritual leader. Kotrick. Um, they're going to need a big game, from an error-free game from Jack White. You know, we yep. always say around but origin time. Oh, yeah. He's got an error in him. He does have an error in him. Um, he does. He does. He definitely yeah. has an error so in him. So I, I fear for White in the sense that, uh, yeah, you know, he could, um, you know, hopefully not make an error at a Don't key time. Fuck it up, Jack. I It'd feel be r- bad for him. Yeah. We, we we have given the Raiders quite a rap. It'll be remiss of us not to uh, yeah, reference the Roosters. Talk let's, about the Roosters. Talk about them. So if the Roosters win, do they just hand over like the medal to um, Tedesco? Yeah. Well, he's won everything else. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. That's true. Um, mm. Where does Trent Robinson go down in the uh, the annals of coaching greatness if he uh, wins his third comp in five years? Oh, six well. years. 
he's got to be probably up there with Bellamy as one of the greats of the game, like like as in the modern game in terms of as a coach. Yeah. You know, no one's Jack Gibson, you yeah. know, but like, and and Wayne Bennett is a bit of a tool who yeah. I think got lucky with his Brisbane teams and he's done two tenths of fuck all since. But yeah, I I've walked into a pretty gifted Rabbitoh situation, but... Yeah, seems to have driven them into the ground. Um, but, uh, like, Robinson at the same time, he... It's not like he came in and turned the South Queensland Crushers yeah. into a contender. Yep. Like, they were pretty stacked as well. Cooper Cronk. Like fair, you know. Final game. Could walk out a cha- grand a final winner and he's... Uh, what about he'd probably have to think of himself as a bit of a footballing genius if he he's come from the Melbourne Storm they were dominant yeah and he's just come up to the Roosters and he's just rattled if he if they win he rattled off two premierships in two years well did he it's a pretty decent mic drop did he play with them in 2017 right. no he's only had two years there I think he was only ever signed a two year deal but he signed yeah no but Cronk played first year with was with him last year yeah so he's one he's like if he wins this year he's two from two. Yeah, but the Storm won it in 2017. Yeah, so he's won three straight premierships, yeah. Not bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, pretty decent. Cronk or Johns? Oh, well, that's a good question, actually. Um, I think Johns was probably a better, like a more talented player. Yep. And, and could win you a game more. But Kronk's been way more consistent and he's way better for his team than John's ever was. Yeah. Like, remember when John's didn't have very good teammates? Like, Lee Jackson was the hooker for the Knights. And because he didn't give very good service out of dummy half to Andrew John's, John's would physically blow up on the field at him and the whole team just went to shit. Yeah. And it cost them, like, success, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't see Cooper Kronk doing that. No. Like, if he gets a bad pass from bloody... Victor Radley or someone like that. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't... And if anything, Cronk's probably taken a bit of a back seat to, to Kiri this year. I mean, Cronk mm. was one arm last year. Kiri won the Clive Churchill and he's, he's he was um, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Roosters have a pretty deep team. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, they're deep. Latrell, Latrell Mitchell. Mitchell. Like, wow. they can burn you from everywhere. Like, if the Raiders win, it's an, it's an upset. They're yeah. capable of an upset and I want to see them win, so I'm going to tip them. But if they win it, it's an upset. Oh, totally. No doubt. Um, like the Roosters have to be red hot favourites. Yeah, like a dollar something, dollar forty versus three thirty. Yeah. Um, yeah. In saying that, the Roosters, is for, for all their talent and their ability, to, you know, to win games easily, mm. they are prone to uh, dropping the ball a lot. They, they, they do make yeah. a lot of errors. Yep. And they do give away penalties. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was reading a stat a couple of weeks ago when they didn't have. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves, mm. they won like forty percent of games he didn't play in. So yep. they're obviously they're much better with him there. Yeah, but by the same token, when he plays, he gets yeah. himself suspended, <laughs> and he gives away penalties. Well, he only plays every second game because he gives away yeah. penalties and gets suspended for him later. And you now the way the referees have been controlling the ruck and the aggression with open hand slaps and sim bins. Yeah. You know, like for a guy like Hargraves, who's prone yeah, to a yeah. sticking his foot out for a trip and yeah, could easily cost his team a game. Yep. By as much as you could win it for them. Especially him. considering that Canberra has based their last couple of... like They're playing really good finals football in the sense of they can score tries, but they're realising they don't have to to win necessarily. You know? Yeah. Like, they don't, you don't have to score the three or four tries to win a game. If you defend your ass off and frustrate the hell out of the other team, you can win by only scoring one. Well, you yeah, know, they beat so Melbourne twice down there in, you know, in a matter of you know weeks. Yeah. With the was score, just, uh, total score well below 20. You know, scrambling like defence. Yeah, that's right. So they could frustrate them, I, but you know the Roosters are an extremely impressive football team. Like they've, you know, they've got strength over the park. I feel like they do. They are maybe like where Canberra are strong, like in the second row and and amongst the forwards, Josh Papali, Bateman, those guys. Maybe that is a bit of a weakness for the Roosters that they have. They've got a good pack, but it's not a superstar pack. They've got a superstar back line. Yeah, they've got workers in their forwards. Yeah, like, and Boyd Cordner, you know, he's a pretty solid, like, you know, he's a pretty solid answer to someone like John Bateman, but, you know, he's getting on. He's not doing everything. But uh, What's the, I haven't, I haven't read, but what's the word on Jake Friend? Playing or not playing? I haven't heard whether he was ruled in or out. I'd heard that he was actually going undergoing, I'm going to try and Google it. I heard that he was undergoing a fitness test today. 
um, to find out. Like their standing hooker Verrills uh, would be pretty unlucky to get. He, he's been good from this year. Yeah. Um, there know, was rumours at the start of the week that if even if friend passed his fitness test, that they had planned to play both of them. Yeah. Right. So I think stuff like that can really back backfire if if you find especially yeah, against yeah. a team like the Raiders. Yeah. Who defends so well? If you drop a, a a ball running forward. Yeah. In in favour for a second hooker, mm. um, doesn't necessarily work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cronulla did that a lot, to, and it didn't didn't work. Yeah. You know, running two hookers and. So according to a report on Fox Sports at about half past four this afternoon, so about six and a half hours ago. Roosters coach Trent Robinson has revealed co-captain Jake Friend is closing in on a grand final appearance. Friend has been named in the number 20 as he recovers from an arm infection and a separate calf in- injury. He was quite close last week but couldn't get there and he's in the running again, which is why I put him in the 21, Robinson said. I expect him to train tomorrow and really test it out. So he's giving him till tomorrow, till Friday to get to be right. How much of this is mind games? You know what, probably a fair bit of it. It may be that basically, um, like, uh, like, I like, think the decision on him playing has been made. Yeah, it's just not being announced, and I think it's Anything just he's not playing. I don't don't see how you can play him, given that they've, they've been they've won a bunch they've of games and they've, they've done so well without him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if there's any doubt that he carries an injury, in, yeah, the Raiders is going to target him. It's a bit like Stephen Caniglio for. GWS in the in in the grand final. They probably wish they'd played him, but because they got so badly beaten. But you know, it was a situation where he probably he was probably fit enough to play, but he hadn't been there for so long, and they'd been playing so well that they couldn't play him. He just and they physically play him. they they played an injured bloke, and he was found out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which Cost is not a surprise. He's just come back from bloody surgery, you dickheads. Anyway, that's the way it goes. I'm excited for the grand final. You've been to a couple of NRL grand finals, haven't you, Strudy? I think I've been to six or seven. Six or seven, yeah, nice. Um, are they good spectacles? I haven't been to one live. Yeah, they are good. Um, I went. My first one was 99. I went to Melbourne versus St. George, mm. the famous uh, penalty try grand final. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I actually had tickets in, in the hope that there would be Cronulla versus Melbourne in that game, but... Yeah, but they, they got beat. Yep. They blew that prelim <coughs> against Anthony Mundine with a second-half hat-trick. Yep. Uh, the following oh, cool. year, I went and saw the Roosters play the Broncos. Yep. Um, 2000, and I was there in 2001 again for the Knights versus Parramatta. Yep. Um, I was there again in 2002 mm. for... Um, who played in that one? That was the Warriors v the Roosters. Yep. The Roosters won that. Uh, I was there again in 2003. I had a bit of a string consecutive, five, I think five years in a row I went. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Penrith versus the Roosters. That yep. that was a, that was a great one. That was pre-kids, right in the middle of your disposable income phase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yep. right, exactly. Yep. Um, and then I had a few years off. I was overseas for a couple of them. And then uh, I went to the 09 grand final, yep. the Melbourne versus Para. Yep. Uh, the one that was famously stripped from the storm. Yep. Um, Parramatta. Could have won that game actually. They and then uh, they were they, close. They were in they? it. Yep. Mm. Um, and then I didn't go to one for quite some time until the best one. The one that you remember. I'll never forget 2016. <laughs> <laughs> the Sharkies. That was that was a pretty special night. Yep. That one in three year anniversary was yesterday. <laughs> so I, like all the Sharks fans, all all the uh, all, all the you get on message boards and just go around and go. Uh, it was all third, yeah. Well, they will post all Instagram, you know, three yeah, years of the day yeah. and little video clips popping up and <laughs> all the interviews. So it was a bit of a trip down memory lane and yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely got me excited for the grand final Sunday. Yep. Um, I'll actually be in Sydney. Um, so what are you doing? Now? Are you not going to the game? No, no. Unless I can jag a ticket um, last no. minute, uh, I'll be at a pub with a friend. Nice. And uh, somewhere around there, and uh, perfect. Hopefully, watch the the Raiders win. Hopefully, watch the Raiders take it out. Yeah. Now, uh, here's a question for you, and we probably we may have covered this in one of our 31 previous episodes. We probably have. I think I'm vaguely remembering that we might have covered this. But I had this conversation with a fr- with another friend the other day. Unlimited amount of money in your bank account. What's the first three sporting events you choose to attend? 
or the next three sporting events you choose to attend. So you've been to five NRL Grand Finals. You've seen the Sharkies play. If you've got any any like uh, unlimited amount of money in your bank account, what's the first three events that you would want to attend? Can I have it in a perfect world? Yeah. Well, a game like, seven. So you can name so so you could name the event and you can name the the the, the participants. Oh the well. Right? So, you, so you'd say you know NRL Grand Final Sharks versus the Sharks. I don't know. Well, no. Well, right. if, yeah. Okay. I'd go to another another Sharks Grand Final because that was such a good good experience. That'd be in your top. Being three. a supporter. Yeah. I don't know if it would ever top the uh, the experience of you know the their, first their, one. They're winning their first one. Mm. Um, I'll leave that just just for a second. So an NBA Finals Game Seven. Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. In between any particular teams, or you wouldn't care. It's just a Game Seven, so you're there. Um. Oh, obviously, you know Philadelphia 76ers with Benny Simmons. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool to. Yeah. To be there to if that ever happened. Yep. So I'll go with that. Um, oh, I mean, could you? You have to have a World Cup final in soccer in there. Unlimited money. I'd have a ticket on halfway. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. If you think about like unlimited money, you'd be sitting like in my fantasy world. Like every like say World Cup final, I'm not just sitting in the crowd on halfway. I'm sitting on the sidelines halfway, in a on a lounge chair. Yeah, you know, like with food being brought to me. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. So let's go World Cup final in football. As much as I would like to be at Olympic hundred meter final, it only goes for nine seconds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Although what I would say is one of my most memorable sporting events of being there live was not I didn't see the men's hundred meter final, but I saw Kathy Freeman win gold in the four hundred meters at the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, that hands down was the loudest sporting event I've ever been to in my life. That yeah. has 100,000 people all screaming, screaming their lungs for one out person. for one person. Yeah. And that, so I feel very privileged to have watched that. Like that, so I would probably choose to go back to a, to a, to a, an Olympic event of some sort. I'd probably choose to go to the, Olymp- to, a, to a gold medal game at the Olympics when the boomers were playing. Oh, of course. Yeah. That would be one of my top three. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd probably choose that over Game Seven of the NBA Finals. I I would agree. Yep. Yeah. So as long as the Boomers win it, like I'd be pretty like if like the chairs would be on the floor to say like. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. You win a bronze, but you lose a gold, and so do you. You, you default mm. get the silver. Yeah, yeah. Do you just fall into the silver? What do you feel better about winning a bronze or losing a gold? No, nah, I'd probably feel better about winning a silver. Like because you still like, you made the final. You had you a made shot. You made the final. Like. Probably depends on how you lose. So yeah. You get beat by 60, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. What are some of your uh, great NRL grand final memories? If you have to rank some of your, you know, as, as a spectator in general. Well, the, I, the the best grand final memories that I have are from when the grand final was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And as a kid, you would, like, like from 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, they'd start the telecast, and then they'd go through all the grades. Yeah. And at those days, they were, like, you didn't have Fox, and so you never saw any of the reserve grade throughout the yep. year. And then, so, you know, it was all quite exciting. As a kid, you'd be outside playing footy, come in and watch 10 minutes of the reserve grade. Yep. And then the neighbour, someone ride past down their bike and go, come and kick the footy. And then you go out and you kick the footy. And, yep. you know, and then you, good, like, you know. So good times. Yeah. So I probably. Family barbecues for grand final days. Exactly, a kid were always a thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like family barbecues, all that kind of stuff. So that's probably one of my best grand final memories is the day itself. Um, and and you know what, like that's not a criticism of the fact that the grand finals at night now. I, like, I still do that. Like, like we've we've had grand final parties together. Yes, you still get together. It's still just as much of a spectacle. It's just different to what we had as a kid. Te- I think that's as it. a spectacle, it probably looks better at night, just yeah, because yeah. the way that you know telecast with day games comes now up better, way better on the telly. Like. Lo- looks heaps better on television, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah, understand that. Yeah. Uh, some great grand final day memories for me as a kid. I mean. As much as the Sharks winning in 2016 was the the, the pinnacle, yeah. I got to say that the experience of being a kid, even in 1989, and when the Raiders won it down there, yeah, I was only about 10 years old, but the whole everyone just went went crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the next day, it was Laurie Daly and Mel Meninga are cruising around on the back of a Ute, and then uh, they dropped the Winfield <laughs> Cup. The Winfield Cup. I was going to say <laughs> broke it. Yeah. So they had, had they had to get a it went well, out the back, right? Went and they the both back. looked at each Laurie other. Laurie Daly dropped it. Oh, they had I to get it fixed that it. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah the, the 
when the Raiders won that eighty nine, that was pretty special to, yeah, to be yeah. there for that. Yeah. Um, another good grand final memory was, funnily enough, uh, and I hate to admit this, but when Darren Albert won it for the Knights in ninety seven, yep. I was watching no, with no. two mates from school. We ran outside on the street screaming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just because we hated Manly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I will agree with that one hundred percent. Like you and I could sit here and we could, you know, predictably rattle off the Sharks grand final win or the Bulldogs grand final win, but. I'm I'm happy to say I agree with you. 97 grand final was probably one of the better grand finals. One because Manly got beaten. Everyone hated Manly at the time, like you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. But two, because of the nature of the way that Newcastle won it, like that was just unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I was I wasn't living here yet. I was I was you know still three years away. Well, I was living on the central coast, an hour away, right? And I worked that day. And I there's a very, my very first experience at taping a grand final, coming home from work. And watching it, and I always went ape shit myself in my lounge room. Yeah, because I was watching it on my own. I just remember watching the t- the news and the TV, and all like there's about two million people in Newcastle just going crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, 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 those yeah. stories are still legend now. Yep, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and the, the fact that it was it meant so much to the community, even though you didn't live here, you could tell that it meant so much to the team and the community. That was an exciting grand final, right? That was yeah. a very exciting grand final. And I remember the Raiders, previous Raiders wins as being probably the same. I remember Penrith yeah, 91. Like winning grand finals. Roy Simmons scoring in the corner. You know, that is a little bit of a similar feel to the Newcastle type scenario. Yep. Not a big club, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Just the Roosters were the bad guys in 03 and uh, I, I had nosebleed seats. But I had the perfect view of Scott Sattler's rundown on Todd yeah, Byrne. Yeah. Put yep. him in a touch. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. And then, you know, everyone was on Penrith in that one. That was pretty pretty cool being the stands for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love a good underdog story. I guess if yeah. I think about it, like the underdog memories are probably the ones that yeah. I find to be the best. The Golden Point Grand Final was was great to watch. Except sports bet still owe me three hundred fifty bucks for. You talking about the Cowboys? Yep, that was probably a pretty good Grand Final. That to me, that was one of the most satisfying Grand Finals I've ever seen because the Cowboys got screwed out of like. Basically, been in a grand final two years in a row before that. Oh yeah, they got rorted big with time. Horrible calls from yeah. referees. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that was that'd probably be up there. I just look honestly, NRL grand finals great as a spectacle. It's been like rugby league's always been the biggest sport in the areas that I've lived in, and so the NRL grand final day is always a good day. Yeah, you know, my one and only hope. Um, you know, we've said before on this that it's bound to happen one day, but I just hope it doesn't happen this year. Is that uh, referees don't leave their imprint on the game too much, and no, they yeah. hopefully they come out and it, it's refereed in a, in a fashion that's similar to a state of origin game, yeah, because that's what a grand final deserves, yeah. But just refs put the whistles away if players have a shaven, you know, maybe touch someone, slap someone, just yeah, realize the occasion, you know, like there's no need for, for blows to get put in, like last week, two guys in the sim bin off the first tackle, mm. no, yeah, just let them play, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a game let, of football. Let the players decide. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a good game. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. Now, to close out this episode, because we've been going for a while, the only one thing that we haven't spoken about, what's on the telly now, the Rugby World Cup. Who cares, Cup? Who cares, Cup? Do you care? I don't care. I'll only care if the uh, Wallabies end up in the final four. No, I, don't think that's, semi. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Now, I don't know what's happening after that Ireland-Russia game, but it looks like the Russian captain is just blind on vodka. At the, at the he had a very impressive moustache and did. would win a Freddie Mercury look-alike competition. And he may defect to Japan by the time this game's out. One thing that's a little bit farcical, I've got to say about this, yeah. is that world rugby, it's almost like a draft. You can Anyone can play for anyone. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, the eligibility rules are pretty loose, right? Yeah. Like, did you see the Japanese team? Yeah. There was guys in there called Greg. Like, this right. Russian guy looks like um, Bernard Foley. Yeah, he does. Like, maybe he? Foley's put on a red jumper and... Um, he probably... Or, no, actually, you know he looks like? Nick White, the, the substitute yeah, halfback from us. The old Maitland Black, whatever. Yeah. He, like, yeah, the old Maitland... He, the halfback for Russia probably might be the Warringah Rats third grade halfback or something. I don't know, but... Yeah. It, the, the Rugby World Cup has never reached great heights for me, probably since Johnny Wilkinson kicked England to victory. Yeah. That was probably where I threw my Wallabies jumper in the bin and then never really picked it back out again, I think. Interestingly so. enough, I didn't realise, but uh, Wales are currently the ranked number one in the world. They are, yeah, they are. Yep, that's right. 
You'd think the All Blacks have something to say about that. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Is it like the US still being ranked number one? <laughs> Fuck, what do the All Blacks have to do? They've beaten everybody. No by one's beaten the bloody All Blacks. No way. No, nah, the All Blacks are going to win it by 100. I don't even know why you bother. They basically, like the All Blacks, they could pick two sides and beat yeah. everybody. So I don't know why everyone's turning up. But anyway, the holiday in Japan would be nice. Anyway, so there you have it, right? We it's think a good the test event for the Olympics next year. We've got it. We're disappointed with the boomers, but proud of you, and we hope you're going to win a gold medal. Yeah. The Opals, we feel the same way. You'll turn it around, ladies. Just get some cattle back and you'll be okay. Yep. The the Raiders are our team for this Sunday's NRL Grand Final. Dressed in green. The green machine. Yep. We hit them hard. We're so going to post some photos of Nugget at the AFL Grand Final. And we don't care about the Rugby World Cup. Hit you. Hit you. Hit you. And you see green. <laughs> you, you know, I was great as a kid. What? Going to Bruce Stadium mm. in the in the you know early to mid nineties, mm. and hearing that Raiders song run yeah, out. You really that got you pumped up. I tell you what, I am Is pumped Bruce up. Stadium tell you what, I am pumped up for because the Raiders will have a lot of uh, support there. Mm. I want to see eighty thousand people doing a Viking clap. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty. Impressive, that should yes. be pretty impressive. That would be pretty impressive. There won't be many Roosters fans there because there aren't many Roosters fans in no. general. But like, I'd say. Yeah, probably be 60,000 Raiders fans there. I Fingers think. crossed. Yeah. Well, you might as well take the chance to get out of Canberra. But yeah. anyway. Well, good episode. Good episode. Thanks for having us. Hope everyone else has a good grand final weekend. Yep. Enjoy it. Get the green sausages out. Get the avocado. That's right. Avocado and sausage sandwiches. With a, bit of, with a bit of chicken. Yep, absolutely. Green milk in Canberra. If you oh, yeah, go, go get drink some, that green milk. I'm going to get some chicken chips and for when I watch the grand final this week. You know what? I might have, just a bit of food, dying milk should do the trick. Green probably, milk. Probably would help. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Wow, 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 wow. Bam, bam, bam. Hit you. Hit you. Hit you. And you see green. machine. We hit them hard, so they see green. We're big and strong, we're fast and lean. That's why we're called the green machine. We're the bad and mean green machine. Fear some men from the ACT. Don't try to stop these men in green. Because we'll hit ya, hit ya, hit ya, and you'll see green. Baby